let you in on a secret. My family has a vested interest in dealing with the problem of pirates in Tezion, as do the Arenhalls. So Lord Arenhall has been kind enough to join forces with us. Indeed, we already have spies on two of Tessian's most devious crews. Can you keep a secret? Yes. Those pirates will be out of our hair forever soon. We attack in a week and a half. Ahoy there, crew, and welcome to the Adventures of the Forget-Me-Nots. Episode 7, Part 2. Time to Tango. You're going after the pirates. Yes. It's going to make life much easier and safer for all of us. Especially now that we've lost two of our youth to them. It's high time someone did something about it. Don't you agree? And besides, the person who wrecked our ballroom turned pirate too. I can't say I'll be upset to cause them some trouble. I'm curious. You mentioned you were running the trade families off their land. How exactly are you doing that with just some bird watching? Well, there I must confess we get into some gray area. You see, we've recently found a glitch that can arise in engineered materials. Uncontrolled, the objects will cause problems on purpose. The birds will snap and scratch and fight anyone who comes nearby. It appears to be deliberate, too, the way they lash out. It can be quite dangerous, uncontrolled. However, with some help from our best students, we've managed to take their malicious intent and use it for our purposes. A single malfunctioning bird can wreak havoc on a factory, but what's more, its presence will corrupt everything in its vicinity. And before long, an entire factory can be out for blood. When that happens, it's never long before the factories are abandoned. That seems unsafe. Do you have any way to control the malfunctions, say? Maybe fix them? Complete destruction seems to do the trick. Certainly not a glamorous solution, but it's effective, for sure. I've seen these creatures in action, and it's truly a fearsome sight to behold. I admit, they frighten me, but I trust Lord Hall, and the payoff from these malfunctioning birds has been enormous. Indeed, Mendenhall shipping is set to open a station in Oasis. What do you say, Mr. Bertelhall? Will your family join our efforts? I... I'm... I'm not. <clears throat> Celise, dear, why don't you tell them about your family's bird encounter? Right, right. <clears throat> well, one of my family's shipping boats came into port petrified because all of their equipment turned on them. I'm impressed the, sh- the ship was still sailing by the time they docked. The sail was singed and patched a hundred times over. Said they had a strange seagull land on board and start popping screws and springs all over the place right before the barnacles blocked the rudder. Oh, that's terrible. My deepest apologies to you and your family. That certainly was never supposed to happen. I should hope not. (laughs) Of course, of course. The Butterals remain some of my closest friends. 
I would never wish a bird problem on them. Though I suppose there is something I must confess. Some of the birds have been more difficult to contain than expected. Our students were careful to train them well, yet still a few managed to fly the coop prematurely. You mean to say the malfunctioning birds are in the wild? Or they could spread their malfunctions to just any piece of engineering? My best engineers are on the case. They'd better be. I won't have my hairpins stabbing me on purpose. If this comes back on any of my businesses, you better watch your back. Soul, dear, I'm feeling... Oh my, I'm feeling quite faint all of a sudden. I must get some air. Do you think you could help me to the balcony? Of course, dear. Apologies, but it seems that this is where we part for now. Wonderful to speak with you all. Excellent timing. I figured we'd both heard it quite enough. I hate those people. I hate pretending to be those people. High-profile corruption has a way of leaving a bad taste in your mouth, doesn't it? That it does. Now, how do we get out of here? Just follow me. Did you seriously memorize the route? You didn't? You're the worst. (laughs) Aren't you sweet? To the right. We came from the left! You're not the one who memorized the route, and besides, this is a shortcut. How do you know that? Don't ask stupid questions, darling. Champagne. No. No, thank you. So, that was informative. That's one way to put it. Only a week and a half. Claim it, there's no way. You got any shortcuts out of here? I think so. Follow me and don't draw attention to yourself. Are you implying that I would be the one to- Shut it! Celia? For the first time that evening, Celia broke character. Really broke character. Her eyes got wide, her shoulders tensed up. She tugged me a little closer and hunched over, making herself smaller. Celia Nunnally. Keep walking. I risk a peek over my shoulder. The person trailing us can't be any older than the two of us. Dressed in the Citadel's colors with the unmistakable gold glint of the graduate's pin on their lapel. Dark circles under their eyes to rival Taz after the Seabane incident. And they're getting closer. Much closer. Celia, it's you! Oh, Mollusk saved me. Astrum, <laughs> it's been so long. How are you? I'm fine, but how are you here? None of us thought we'd ever see you again. I know, I know, but please keep quiet. I really didn't want anyone to know I was here. Does that make sense? After... everything? Yeah, yeah, after... after everything. That graduate pin looks awfully nice on you. Congratulations. Thank you, I honestly didn't think I'd ever make it here. Sorry, that was... It's fine, it's fine. I I should be going. It was good to see you. It was good to see you, too. Come on. And you thought I'd be the one to draw attention to- I will blow your cover if you don't knock it off. Okay. Where are we going? Balcony. Aren't we leaving? I'm sure you can find your way out the doors just fine, so either leave or give me a minute. Who was that? No one. They knew you. It sounded like a lot of people here might know you. Maybe I have other reasons for being here. Oh. You didn't memorize the route back to the ballroom. How did you know the shortcut? Zinkus. 
Why did the headmistress recognize you? I used to go here. No way. Really? It was the best time of my life, I'm sure you can tell. <laughs> I can't imagine you running around in their dumb little robes. <laughs> hey, I looked good in those robes. I was there when Tazavel blew up the ballroom. Seriously? I was just a second year. Some of us saw the ballroom was closed for cleaning and we were going to try to sneak in, but some janitor caught us and chased us off. We were out of the explosion's vicinity, but we still saw the whole thing. Wow. You must have been terrified. It was a shock to the system, that's for sure. I owe that janitor my life. I wish I knew who they were. Even back then, though, I did find it hilarious to see the centerpiece of the Citadel's phony opulence blown to bits. Lived for the chaos, even back then, huh? Some things never change. It's weird, being back after all these years. So what happened? And why did you leave? Couldn't cut it? Couldn't cut it? Zingus, look at the graduates down there. What do you notice? Well, they're all nicely dressed. I mean, it is a ball, after all. I guess most of them have been pretty quiet and fidgety, but I just assume most engineers are bound to be at least a little awkward. That's not awkwardness, that's exhaustion. This is the last step before they can get some rest for the first time in probably ten years. I mean, if they're anything like Taz, they'll just catch a nap and then find a new project to keep them up for days at a time. Have you ever met a professional engineer? No. Of course you haven't. They're all anxiety-ridden, joyless shells of who they were when they started here. This place, it chews you up, spits you out, and tells you you're better off for it. They tried to do that to me. I spent two years barely able to drag my feet out of my room often enough not to fail my classes for lack of attendance, only to fail them anyway because I couldn't focus in class long enough to get anything meaningful out of it. And one day I just got called to Madame de Corterre's office and she said, pack your bags. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to drag up bad memories. I didn't realize how bad it was. Yeah, well, no one on the outside does. All anyone sees are the genius money makers that come out of the Citadel. Why should anyone care what goes into making them? I'd have graduated this year if I hadn't gotten myself kicked out. Uh oh. And you know what the worst part is? I still wonder if I should have tried to tough it out or something. Just made it a few more years and I could have at least had a living on the mainland and stayed out of all the trouble I racked up. It sounds like you made it out just in time. I know that. I know. But don't you ever wonder what life would be like if we hadn't gotten ourselves tied up in this business? No. Uh, I don't even know if I'd have a life without the forget-me-nots. I was a pickpocket kid turned thief, turned escape convict, turned washed-up barkeep. One more year in that disgusting old pub and I probably would have murdered my barnacle of a boss. So no. Not much use in thinking about the could-have-beens. What about what comes next, then? We're already wanted women, and we've got years to come of racking up more crimes. It's either die Etsy or die behind bars for us. Don't you ever wish there was at least the option of something else? You're saying you want to settle down? Believe it or not, baby me always wanted a farm. No, you? Oh yes, cornfields, cows, sheep, the whole thing. <laughs> well... I guess I can't laugh too much. I used to want to grow flowers. <laughs> now that I can see.
Maybe that's what's next for us then. Your cornfields, my flower garden. Little market stalls side by side. Just the market stalls? I, well, um, it doesn't matter. It's not like we get a choice. Who says we don't? My captain and her wife are moving on soon. They've got themselves a nice little cottage somewhere ways away from any city they've ever been to. And they're gonna settle down. And you know our cap, she's been on wanted posters for decades. If they can make it work, then maybe there's hope for you. Us. Uh, all of us in the business, that is. They're really giving it up, huh? Never would have picked them for the calm life. Neither did I. <laughs> they seem ready, and I... I'm happy for them. Wait, wait, wait. That means you're going to be the captain soon, doesn't it? That depends. How quick are you going to run away and tell your captain his lifelong rival crew is about to be down its top two members? You don't give me enough credit. I'll wait at least a day to drop the news. Right now, we celebrate the new captain of the Forget-Me-Nots, a well-deserved promotion. And might I say, I look forward to utterly wrecking you in battle. And I look forward to destroying your dreams of that ever happening. I must have misheard just then. Did you just say something nice? Shut up. Guess you'll have to make me... What the shell? It's the waiter. Do you think it's the... The curse? Let's go. We run down from the balcony as fast as we can. By the time we get back on the floor, it's utter chaos. Everyone's running, screaming, glass crashing, and that awful metallic chatter. We push through the crowd until we make it to the cursed waiter. It has Madame de Corterre by the ankle, dragging the old woman around as it pushes down any of the running crowd it can. I've got half a mind to leave the old bat to get out of this one herself. I'm with you, but you know we have to stop this. I know, I know. Let me be bitter and enjoy this for two more seconds, though. Find anyone coherent and human enough to help direct people out. I'll take care of the waiter and get anything else engineered out of here. On it. Just one problem? What? We're at the Citadel, genius. Everything is engineered. For all the salt in the sea, of course it is. Don't just stand there cursing about it. Go! I watch Celia disappear into the swarming crowd. For a moment, I'm worried I won't see her again. I mean, what's a pirate without her nemesis, right? Not the time. I push against the crowd, back to where the cursed waiter is shaking Madame de Corterre by her ankle. I would like to Would you like one cup zero cake? I would. Hey, you're brave. Thank you. Thank me by easing up on your students. They're all miserable. I don't know what you mean. You know exactly what I mean. Now go before I let this thing back at you. Why won't you turn off? Grab the cake, pain, do not want. Come on! Tearing out the cranial wires is a trick. Who'd have thought? Fairly logical, given some chandeliers. Celia wasn't kidding when she said everything was engineered. The chandeliers swing round and round, letting off sparks and rattling plaster off the ceiling. There's still too many people trying to get out, and Celia's standing on a table, shouting directions at them. Stay calm, stay calm. Drop anything engineered at the door. Do not carry it with you. The curse was spreading too fast. A waiter, I could stop. Or maybe could have, with a little logic. But those massive chandeliers, nah. Did the chandeliers have, uh, what you would call it, cranial wires? No, but they wire into the wall, this way. 
I follow them up the stairs, but halfway up, the stairs begin to shake under our feet. Why would stairs even need engineering? What good does having semi-sentient stairs do anyone? Nothing! And now the stairs are cursed and angry and actively trying to stop us from getting to wherever Astrid is going. Luckily, a group of two petrified Citadel students are already on the balcony, huddling in a corner for dear life. Hey, you two, pull the wiring panel. Huh. What? Pull the wiring panel. We're not allowed to mess with the wiring. The waiter doesn't have to go tear the stair they're trying to kill us. I think you're allowed to break the rules just this once. Won't that leave us in the dark? Better than leaving us dead. Come on. Ow, stop doing that. The panel keeps shutting on their fingers. Can one of you pin it down? Oh, good idea. I swear the school is full of geniuses with no common sense. <laughs> this is kind of fun. Could you go a little faster? Just one more wire and... Everyone stay calm. They did it! The chandelier stopped sparking, and even the stairs stopped trying to throw us off. It was only by the moonlight that I could even still see Astrum. You know about the curse. Of course, we all do. Will this stop it? Just slow it down. How much further can it spread? Don't know, but we can figure it out. This sort of thing happens a lot, especially with the birds. You know about the birds, too? I make the birds. Ah, uh, great. Just great. And any chances you know how to stop all this curse nonsense without destroying the thing going glitchy? No, most of the time we just have to destroy the object. Do you have any, I don't know, instructions for containment? There's a guide, but it's all the way in the bird room and it really doesn't help How all fast that much. can you get it? It'll take a bit, but you should get Celia and go. You're not supposed to be here, are you? Is this really the mo- Ugh, just please keep it quiet. Celia's braver than most of us here, even if turning pirate was questionable. I won't say a word. No one will. Just get out fast. Wait in the gardens. I'll bring the cure guide out to you. Thank you. And hey, if you ever want to escape the engineer's life, turning pirate's not the worst thing in the world. Keep that in mind. Now go! With the worst of the danger out of the way, I grab Celia from her post and we make a run for it. We get to the gardens and hide behind a gear-shaped topiary. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've done anything like that. Same here. <laughs> I really thought the chandeliers were going to do us in. You should have been on the stairs. Uh, you think the students will be able to manage it? Between them and the professors who want to keep this as quiet as possible, definitely. So, I know Taz has engineered a lot on our ship. Cannons, the oven, that little dragon Dia, the whole damn ship. Have you ever done anything like that on the banjo? No. I haven't really used my magic since I got kicked out. Why not? Sorry, you've got to be a bit further on the friend side of Frenemies to unlock that secret. Ah, so secret dreams of farm life is permitted for Nemesis's Nemesis... But magic is the line? Yep. Fair enough. But you have to admit, the idea of a sentient banjo is hilarious. Oh, Mollus Cawthorn would be in love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I have to admit, having an extra set of eyes and ears wasn't the worst thing today. Even if you did boot me on the nose multiple times. <laughs> Are you trying to thank me? I mean, if that's what you're getting out of this, whatever, I guess. Astrum? Perfect timing. 
What about the containment guide? Like you asked. Thank you. I'm honestly kind of surprised you actually came. Of course I did. Anything to keep this curse from spreading more than it already has. And you are doing okay? As well as any of the Citadel kids are. Take care of yourself. All of you. You too. Stay safe doing whatever it is you do. You know I'll try my best. I guess they're gonna take a while to clear out. You should lay low for at least an hour. I'll do what I can to make sure no one spots you. Thank you. Don't mention it. So... The Iron Halls are out for our blood, huh? Seems that way. Can't say I'm shocked. Between the banjos and the forget-me-nots, we've caused them a lot of trouble. Hey, they've caused us twice the amount of trouble. You said something else on your ship got cursed. What happened? You know Taz and her partner's little dragon? No, don't tell me it's cursed. Yeah. And it's all my fault. How do you figure that? I'm the one who brought the new kid Dove on. If I hadn't, the Halls never would have gone after us, and we'd never have had that cursed bird on board. But the kid was running, and they looked so scared from the guards chasing them. I mean, I had to help them. Sounds a lot like a kid I knew once. I thought I could help them by, by bringing them on the ship, at least long enough to get the guards off their tail. And, and we were going to bring them back, but then they decided to stay, and, and they've just been in constant danger since then. You gave them the option to leave, and they chose to stay? Yeah, but- They could have had a life of money and fame, but they chose to stay. It would have been miserable back with that old barnacle, though. And they're happier on the ship? Yeah, so much happier. So maybe the accidental kidnapping wasn't your brightest moment, but their choices after that aren't your fault. I find it hard to believe anyone of your lovey-dovey crew family whatever would think any different. Might depend on who you ask. So, what do we do now? Well, we can't do nothing. Obviously not, but if the Halls are really preparing for a full-on battle, there's no way we can take them on. One crew couldn't possibly do it. Aren't you a ray of sunshine? Shush and listen. I mean it. One crew can't take on a high family, but two crews, two absurdly clever crews... Are you saying what I think you're saying? They're after us both. It would only make sense. Would the captains even go for it? It's going to be a hard sell. Our crews can hardly be within sight of each other without a fight. So we either take ourselves out with infighting, get individually massacred, taking on the Aaron Halls, or we give teaming up a shot. I would love to see our captains trying to get along to set an example for the crews. That would be something. A forget-me-nots and Iron Banjo team-up. I never thought I'd see the day. You're agreeing to give it a shot? I don't see any other decent ideas. All right, then. Let's do it, partner. Let's do it. Ahoy there, mateys. I suppose every proper ball has to have someone running out at midnight. Though, I think it's fairly rare that it's half the attendees. Still, it was certainly a ball to remember. Also, speaking of things to remember, stay to the end of the credits for a special message from Tivold Arenhall, courtesy our very own Aiden Anarino. It is certainly worth the wait. 
If you love the episode, come chat with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Our handle is at ForgetMeNotsPod. Additionally, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to help keep this ship afloat, support us on Coffee at ForgetMeNotsPod. And as a special bonus, starting this week, if you donate any amount over $1, we will read your name at the end of the next episode. You'll get to hear the dulcet tones of my voice read your name. It'll be just swell. The Adventures of the Forget-Me-Nots was made by the following people. Katie Bailey as creator, lead writer, and co-producer. Gabby McDonald as editor, sound designer, and co-producer. And Molly Borowiak as writer. This episode starred Rory Eggleston as Zinkus McGee, Katie Bailey as Celia Nunnally, Aidan Anarino as Tivold Ehrenhall, Adam Lambert as Dorian Alder, Tess Redman as Madame Decorter and the Mechanical Waiter, Sophie Kaplan as Carlotta Mendenhall, Jamie Wong as Astrum, Maria Zurita as Student 1, and Caden Zellers as Student 2. A special thanks to our guest actors for this episode. The music in this episode was Halvorsen Pasakalia for violin and viola from museopen.org, the Brahms Clarinet Trio in A Minor, Opus 114, performed by Paul Pittman, Michael Arnold, and Bang Un Lee, and the Doncy Wind Quintet, Opus 67, Number 3, in E flat major, Number 4, Allegretto, performed by the Sony Ventorium Wind Quintet. Full notes for attribution of sound effects are in the show notes and description. This episode is shared under the Creative Commons 3.0 Attribution Sharealike License. Again, thank you and see you soon for Episode 8, Discord and Harmony. What did you just say about me, you little mollusk? I'll have you know I graduated top of my class in bird studies, and I've been involved in numerous secret bird raids on pirates, and I have over 300 confirmed species. I am trained in guerrilla warfare, and I am a top sniper in the entire U- in the entire Tessian armed forces. You are nothing to me, but another target. I will wipe you all out with the precision which likes have never before been seen on this continent. Mark my words. You think you can get away with saying that to me over the internet? Think again, you little slum. As we speak, I am contacting my secret network of birds across Tessian that are tracing your IP address, your social security number, your Ashley Madison password, and everything about you that is being traced, you absolute maggot. The storm that wipes out your pathetic little thing that you call a life is about to happen. You're dead, kid. I can be anywhere at any time, and I can kill you in over 700 ways, and that's just with my bare hands. 
Not only am I extensively entrained in CQC and unarmed combat, but I have access to an entire arsenal of pelicans, and I will use it to its full extent to wipe your miserable ass off the face of the continent. You absolute moron! If only you could have known what unholy retribution your clever little comment was about to bring down. Maybe you would have held your tongue, but you couldn't. You had to insult the Bird Lord, and now you must pay the price, you absolute idiot.